podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. On the Front Burner puts two no-nonsense culinary professionals on air discussing tough industry topics, interviewing fascinating food personalities, and providing penetrating looks at the industry that we love. We don't always agree and often provide compelling personal insights from a unique combination of life experiences. You know, it's a lively give and take. It's by no means conventional. Elaine owns Sweet Cheeks Baking Company and is a winner of the Food Network's Cupcake Wars and Fabulous Cakes. A seasoned industry professional, she is a cake designer and a certified sommelier. Don is a chef, an award-winning journalist, and a culinary educator. Together we take a not-always-pretty, sometimes-funny, and always-entertaining look at the world of food and beverage. Hi, I'm Don Williamson. We're on the front burner. Hi, this is Elaine Arditsoni. In the last segment, we were talking about food waste, about food rescue, about the problem nationwide, worldwide, and how we've been dealing with that problem here locally. We talked with uh, a manager from Feeding San Diego, and they talked about the agencies that actually deal with this problem on the street, on the ground, boots on the ground. And we thought that it made sense to have one of those agencies here. And so what we've got, who we've got today is Alan Kennedy. He's the director of food services at San Diego Rescue Mission. So Alan is here. He's going to tell us a little bit about his program, what it does, how we interacts with um, – Feeding San Diego, and he's even brought a guest with him that's come a long way, and, and we'll be talking to him about how things are, are dealt with and about how we're trying to solve this problem. Alan, welcome. Well, thank you, Don, Elaine. Nice Hi, Alan, here. and I, I am so intrigued still that you're from Glasgow, Scotland, yeah. and um, <laughs> at one point in this conversation, I'm going to hear it in your voice. I know you're promise, hiding your promise. accent. you be a little Gaelic. Alan, you want to give us give us a little bit of your background? You've got an extensive culinary background, and it would take the whole show to hear it all. But yeah. give us a, a Windows so, view. Uh, like Elaine would say, and I was born in Glasgow, Scotland, and my dad came over, brought our family over to Baltimore, Maryland, where my dad was a general manager. Be more. Be more. General manager of country clubs and exclusive clubs. Um, he worked at Mount Vernon Club, which was for millionaire ladies in their own right. And oh, so I came alongside him. He put me in the kitchen with European chefs, and I was traditionally taught uh, French cuisine and European cuisine. Wow. How old were you then? Uh, uh, pfft, 12. Holy smokes. Yeah. What a great experience. And then he had his own catering business uh, where I was washing dishes when I was probably eight, you know, and helping pack out and that kind of stuff. So mostly high end uh, my whole life, country clubs, yachts, um, the Rancho Santa Fe crowd, my own catering business. And uh, that's where the money is, right? Yeah, well, th- that, none of that sounds like food rescue to me. <laughs> exactly. So it's funny how life takes a turn. Serious right. evolution, though. Right. It's pretty, so, so it's how pretty did, amazing. So how did you get from catering on a yacht to making sure that homeless people are being fed? Good question, man. Uh, so as you can imagine, uh, in the 80s, 90s, I was a product of that, working in, with chefs in kitchens, and we were partiers, man. 
And we, you know, and I was the best of them. And so realized I was pretty much abusing alcohol and drugs and that kind of thing and just uh, had to get my life together. And uh, basically went through rehab myself and, wow. and uh, uh, found myself in some trouble and, uh, and got straight. And so a friend of mine who runs the intake, the manager, I helped him get off the streets, uh, Mike Castaneda, and helped him go through the program. Now he's been there 20 years. Wow. Where he reached so out cool. to me and said, hey, Alan, we need a food director here at the rescue mission. I think you'd be a great fit. Great. I'm the second uh, food director in 25 years. Wow. Uh, so I've, I'm really honored to be there yeah. and to be a part of this um, uh, humanitarian uh, movement that's going on right now in our world. And like you said, in San Diego, uh, I'm just uh, blessed to go to work every day and be able to help people. It's and amazing. how long have you been there now? So uh, my anniversary was April 22nd. I was there. This would be my third year. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Good for them and good yeah. for you. <clears throat> So what does the food service director do? At re- Give us a thumbnail of the rescue mission and what your job is there. Sure. So we are uh, based on programs. We have 10 programs uh, with one mission, and that's basically to help the homeless community, uh, help men and women and children get off the streets. We have our Nueva Hayden um, program, which is the only overnight drop-off shelter for, for moms and their kids. Hmm. And so we um, – uh, and it's bring, called what? Nueva Haven? It's Nueva Vida Haven. Nueva uh, Vida, like new, new, house, new Life. New House, house or New Life. Um, uh-huh. And so basically they can come in every night at 5 o'clock. They line up outside of our building. We bring them in. We process them. We find out what's going on in their lives. Most of the time it's uh, a battered wife syndrome yeah. or abusive situation. They had to flee the home. Right. And so they come in, and at, at 6 o'clock I feed them. Uh, a nutritious meal, and then at seven thirty in the morning, I give them a nutritious breakfast, uh, a hot breakfast in the morning, and so uh, that's great. And is can, it typically a very short stint that they would just come for so, a night, or does it really depend on the situation they're in? Correct. Uh, they can stay up to thirty days oh, at wow. the um, at the shelter, uh, and then they can either go on our program, which we have a uh, it's called a Haven of Hope, which is our year long program for for women. And their their kids. We also have a certified preschool where the kids can go to school. Sweet. Uh, it's ran by the state, and wow. all our teachers are uh, certified uh, teachers. And then we have a men's program with 150 men on the program, and they also get free education, and they get three meals a day. And we have about 12 programs and classes that they have to go through. Where I had created a culinary program, so coming in, they take a mock. Food handlers test. I teach them basic culinary arts. They work in the kitchen. They help feed everybody. Um, and then um, upon exit, I find them jobs, specialty produce, the convention mm-hmm. center, whatever restaurants I'm working with. I actually pay for their food handler's card, their state of California food handler's card. I'll buy them knives. I'll buy them chef's shoes, wow. jackets, and then uh, we re-enter them into the workplace. So really proud of how that. To de- do you teach anyone how to decorate cakes? <laughs> <laughs> we have actually have you? Uh, right. me and I had a chef on the program that Mrs. Um, uh, Hohen with Hohen Motors okay. wanted to have her yeah. her um, birthday party at the Mission and wow. they're big donors uh, as you can imagine they own a lot of car dealerships and so they asked for a homemade uh, cake and hmm. so me and one of the guys on the program who was actually working at uh, one of the uh, um, uh, 
uh, farm to table restaurants, uh, we actually did their, her birthday cake. Oh, so that's kind of proud of that. I have a little bit of bacon background, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then chefing stuff. But yeah, that's great. But you talked about in your program, you talked about feeding dinner to the the families and feeding people three meals a day. Let's talk about where that food comes from and, sure. and how that works, because that's a fascinating process you go through. It is, man. It's and it's. Probably the largest in San Diego, and I would even say in the nation. Uh, so I have hmm. uh, a fleet of trucks uh, that go out every day, uh, 26-foot trucks um, that we lease from Penske. So you can imagine the budget that I have to have for that. Um, and basically, we have about another five vans that go around, and we pick up food all over San Diego. We partner with Feeding San Diego and Feeding America and the San Diego Food Bank. And they either, we've either gone and got our own donors uh, and or they've partnered with us and asked us to pick them up for us. Like uh, uh, last week, I just did an NBC7 um, uh, clip on picking food up from the Univice School District and Mission Bay High School. And so they filmed it from our truck driver going to pick up the food uh, packing the food, putting it on the truck, bringing it back, and then that went towards feeding the Nueva Vida Haven uh, children. That's and great. so they followed us, and it was an amazing feat. Um, but we pick up about 24,000 pounds uh, of food uh, 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 every week. Wow. Um, we do about a 3 million pounds a year. Holy um, that is just, just amazing. We do uh, about 30,000 meals a month, 177 wow. to 280,000 meals a year uh and that's with zero budget and that's with no federal funding or state funding that's all on you and elaine giving out of the goodness of your heart to fund our program so this is all from donated food it's not like you guys have to supplement do you ever have to go out and supplement to bake the food a little bit i mean we have to buy some basics um you know um Garlic, you don't always have in, in right. house and that kind right. of thing in some of the produce. But uh, for the most part, milk has to be fresh um, that we feed to our kids because sure. we have a certified preschool. But basically, we go around town. We pick up from Pepsi Cola. We pick up from Amazon is one of our biggest accounts. Mm. They give us tons of stuff, man. Wow. It's amazing. Um, is that from their Amazon Fresh or from That's from Amazon or? right down the street, right here at the warehouse. It's a couple oh. blocks over. Um, I they, didn't know they were They right have here. these things called Gaylords. They're five by five by by five boxes and they're just full of Cheez-Its and hmm. uh, laundry detergent, dog food. So I have a farm that just picks up dog food uh, wow. from me. I have Gosh, you um, don't even think about that too. All the organic and real high end um, hand soaps and all that yeah. stuff that comes from Amazon is amazing. Great. Uh, so it's quality stuff. Yeah. Um, we have the, our Sam's Club we pick up every day. I was just going to ask about it's the big like box stores. They didn't even touch it. It came in from the farms, and we get it. And it's, we wow. get seven pallets of oh, produce a gosh. day from Sam's Club. Quality meats, you know, from tri-tip to uh, filet mignons to uh, as- pollo asada and, um, you know, thigh meat, that kind of thing. And we're, we stack and pack it, and we have freezers. Uh, what we don't use at the mission, I have another program, which is called Partners for Hunger Relief, that I run. It's a, uh, a huge warehouse uh, where the trucks come and uh, take all our leftovers. And then we partner with Feeding San Diego, and then they send us partners. And that goes out to 
food pantries, mm-hmm. churches, um, community Maybe outreaches. Maybe smaller, kind of smaller agencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, some of them are, are quite big, actually. Oh. Uh, they're doing three, four days a week. Uh, right. And so there's that much going around. Um, and so we're really proud of that. And be. then uh, yeah. Miss Carrie, she mentioned uh, Starbucks. So every night I pick up personally 36 Starbucks stores every single night. Oh I have two gosh. drivers that work from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. And so I manage that also. And then we go around and pick up all their grab and goes wow. and their uh, amazing bagels and that that kind of stuff. And again, that goes towards our overnight shelters. Uh, a lot of it goes to breakfast. And I was surprised at some of the meals you told me you actually fixed there. Tell me about some of that. Yeah, I mean, we do all kinds of uh, special events. We have our big uh, events coming up on, on Saturday. It's for all our people that, that leave their estates to us. So I, oh my I, gosh. I have. That's a yeah, whole other thing. Gosh. It is. It's a whole other level. And, uh, you know, my. my uh, Intern here, uh, Cesar. Hello. Uh, he he's going to implement some of his food and help us with the catering. I started a company, not a company, but another offshoot called Catering for a Cause, and so we do a little higher end. A great name. Um, a little higher end food. It keeps us in the culinary world. It keeps our yeah. our uh, our <laughs> skills sharp and that kind of thing. Um, we just did a our uh, appreciation dinner for all our volunteers. Uh, we're a volunteer-driven program. Um, we bring in 150 to 200 volunteers every month uh, just to help us serve, and people love it. You know, they're in there with the kids at night. Uh, they're serving on the line every night when there's 100 and 200 people coming through our line. Uh, we have American Airlines pilots, the front desk at Lowe's Coronado uh, to people <laughs> that live clients. around the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, a really cool dynamic. I, I encourage you guys to come down and take a tour. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll have to talk to you about yeah. that later. And we actually need to meet Cesar Gallo from East Timor visiting Hello. here who is working with you. As I know you say he's an intern, but you're a chef of your own right back home. Yes, uh, I'm the president of the Chef Association back in the country. It's a new country established in 2002. That's we great. actually declared independence in 1974, but Indonesia invaded the country straight after Portuguese left. Wow. So we were the last colony of the Portuguese, and then the Indonesian invaded the country. I feel really, really grateful to be here with you guys today, and thank you for the opportunity, and then also for Alan to give me the space in the San Diego Rescue Mission to learn. I actually learned a lot for from last week, I think, on Friday, and then this week a lot. I cooked already uh, chicken oh, cool. curry for the stuff, and I feel good. And Cesar, are you going to be, is this something you're building something similar in East Timor, a, a group like this or a, a feeding kind of a situation? What's, what are you trying to build up at, back good there? Good question. Good, good question. Uh, Timor-Leste is a new country. Uh, it's a very, very like low-level economy country. Many poor people there. Okay. Uh, usually for, I'm a chef. I have a food truck. I build oh, a food neat. truck, uh-huh. the first food truck in the country. Wow. I have a catering business. Congrats. And uh, I also have a restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Uh, which focus on organic and local food. Wow. And I develop local food because our food, Timorese food, that's what they call us, Timorese, uh, oh, haven't Timorese. developed yet. So I want to bring the food into international level. That's why I'm here. Yeah. I brought my chili pickle. I brought coffee for Alan as well. Uh, Timor is uh, rich of coffee. So back in the country, uh, I, I, I organize a lot with the uh, Timorese singer and artist. We, uh, we organize a lot of like a perma youth camp. We bring youth, young people into the mountain. We cook there. We wow. introduce the local ingredients, and then I cook for them in the bush. We we do a lot of like not like a city urban style. So we 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 try to introduce something that aware and also increase the 
the confidence in our own food sure. to bring to the table. But also we for for the project that related to women, education, kids, I usually do it for free. Wow. With no charge at all. Yeah, and so course. the program that you're here on is a U.S. program. And, and, and tell us about that a little bit. It's a U.S. Education Bureau program under Obama Project. This is the program of Obama. And it was established, I think, more than 10 years ago. And we are the first country that's participating in this program. So this is very new. My, my group is the first group. So this is the, this program called Young Southeast Asian Leadership Initiative. It is called YCLI, the acronyms. And under uh, a sub a program called uh, 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 Professional Fellowship uh, Program. So I'm coming here to work with the professional chef, and you guys are probably already so advanced. I would love to learn from you guys and then bring back the experience and share with the chef in the country in Timor-Leste. That will be... You know, our theme today has been about food waste, about people not having enough to eat, being a new country, and you mentioned the fact about the low economic levels. Do you find there is a lot of hunger and food insecurity in your home? There is related. Uh, in Timor, food waste is, uh, at the moment, we establish really well because people are like living their life pretty simple. So there is a leftover. You always have animal at home. For me, I personally, I have a restaurant, but I also have pig, chicken, ducks, everything home that I can bring over the leftover that this animal can eat. And also I have a compost. I actually learned something from the American family here. My host family, they have organic compost at home. Oh, compost. Yeah, compost. Yeah. So now I actually learn how to do it as well. So I can go back home and then compost those that cannot be eaten. But those can be eaten. I can actually still provide for people in need. For example, uh, we were in the campsite in the mountain where tofu and tempeh, I believe you guys are uh, familiar with tofu. Oh, tofu and tempeh. They said, oh, this tofu is almost go off. And I was like, don't worry, I can take care of it before it goes off. So I actually cook it really nicely and then feed to like 400 people. Oh my God. Youth. It was quite fantastic. Wow. What's, can I just have interject because this is probably not really related to what we're talking about today so much, but I'm intrigued. What are um, maybe the top two or things that people would, cl- you would classically say is Timorese food? Timorese food will be still very ancient. I think it's going to be new for you because I cooked in Macau uh, in October last year and I okay. cook, I, I cook fish in, wrapped in banana leaf. Oh, okay. So that's nice. very typical. If you come to uh, Asia, specifically to Timor, Cooking in bamboo or banana leaf is still very common in the restaurant. It's still okay. very organic. Cool. So that's what we do. So we call it saboko. It's quite uh, famous in Timor. It's oh. I don't think it's familiar for you guys. Saboko, tukir, or like in a Portuguese fusion, we call it like feijoada, which is that red bean that you guys have here. We have feijoada in, okay. in the country as well. Great. Thanks. Sorry, I had to digress. So uh, what sort of things are you hoping you can show Cesar that he'll be able to take back? How is that going? So... Great question. Um, just the one thing that we're really proud of is, you know, building relationships in the community, getting free food, and then using <laughs> it, right? Uh, Three million pounds is a lot of wasted food. And uh, Do you I guys really... ever find that you're wasting food? <laughs> I don't mean to ask so, a dumb question. Well, but... <laughs> he reminded me. I reached out to the city. I have an application in for composting because I really feel that we need to be doing that too. And they've it's 
you know, uh, a lot of the colleges and hospitals are doing it. So I want to get on the composting. I want it to be every single thing we do is we're we're not wasting, right? Because there is some waste, but well, uh, of composting course. you can would only do awesome. so much, but you do as much as you can. Yeah, and we also do like nine thousand pounds a week of uh, metal that we recycle out of our warehouse because we have thrift stores and that kind of stuff, mattresses and oh, all the stuff wow. that's donated on the thrift store side. So we're really proud of that. We've won awards for that. Uh, and all the boxes and all that kind of stuff, everything comes in, I guess. A lot, a lot. We actually yeah. work all the T-shirts and garments that you don't use. We we bundle up and we uh, give to China and they recycle all that that stuff. They buy it from us, which is interesting. Uh, I heard China stopped show. taking our recycling just recently. <laughs> they may have. I think it's um, all going to Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I you can send it to right. Timo. But uh, I did want to mention, uh, you asked me earlier about uh, what else we do. Uh, every holiday we have our congregate meal uh, i wanted to mention that we open up our doors to the streets and we invite in anybody that wants to come in and have a meal so we do about two to three thousand people uh off the streets uh for christmas thanksgiving and easter wow. uh, which we call our congregate meal and we love doing that and uh, we've had a lot of uh corporate sponsorship chick-fil-a came on board and and donated a lot of stuff wow um so um we want to invite San Diego to come in and have a meal. And where where are you? Where uh, we're go? at 120 Elm Street. So we have a six story oh. building down there. It was I think an old I hospital. I thought you were not far from where yeah. I, I live. From, not uh, far from there. Uh, on the corner of First and Second and, yeah. and Elm Street, overlooking the airport. And then we have out at uh, University Avenue. We have a giant warehouse uh, where we have our uh, partners for hunger relief. And um, so, if you ever want to take a tour. Uh, we we love giving tours and and pulling on your heartstrings yeah. and showing people what you do, but it's fascinating. It really is. And uh, for me to go home at five o'clock at night and see a little baby sitting outside waiting <laughs> to come in is just an unbelievable thing. Knowing that I have my hand and reaching out to feed that little baby a nutritious yeah. meal, there's nothing like it, man. I'm sure. It really isn't. Very gratifying. What a, what an amazing field that you've. Yeah, found yourself in. Yeah. That's really neat. I wonder, Cesar, when you came here to the United States, were you surprised by the homeless problem and the level of homelessness here that you saw in the United States? <laughs> it's good to be in San Diego. Actually, I was told it's this. This is one of the highest like uh, homeless like community uh, here in in San Diego. But uh, experience San Diego will be something that I need to aware of my own country as well one day. So this is like something that very important for me personally, and also like uh, homeless people that trained by San Diego Rescue Mission is quite. They're they're like you know well established. I can see like young people there in the kitchen with me. We we had fun. There's something that may be a good lesson for me to bring home. Like your question for Alan, like what will I bring home? Mm-hmm. Alan and I discussed about this. Like you know, if you imagine if the country is going to that direction, what can I do? And also the waste, food waste. I already like in my imagination, next five ten years, I need to have a target, like a small version of like San Diego Rescue Mission in the country, in the capital, because I live in the capital of Timor. Okay. Um, did you ex- but I, I don't know uh, how much you had read about or how much how they briefed you, but had you expected the level of homelessness that you saw Not when you all. came here? Tell Not me about, about, about how that impacted you. Uh, I personally uh, feel, uh, well, I don't know what to say. Like, uh, I can say feel sorry for those in the street and then what we can do to help because they are like us. They're human beings. 
like what we can do for help. Sometimes I feel like I want to help, but I don't know the background. Of course. Like yeah, sometimes some some people just act different way that I cannot actually feel like okay, I I can talk to this person. Not at all. Like back in my country, you can still talk to the homeless. Like you know, we don't have that hype. Probably will be the last because it's a new country. But uh, it's actually really like feel make me feel like okay, should I keep distance or not? Because the human being feeling is like I want to talk to this person. Sure. But at San Diego Rescue Mission, in that building, in that organization, I feel confident to talk to these people. Great. I think the people that are going to a mission are have enough of their themselves together to get themselves in the door. Yeah, Would, yeah is that normal? That they're they're just people that are probably we're all one paycheck really, away from yeah, living in our cars. And yeah. then if your car gets impounded, right. where do you have to go? You can survive a week, two weeks. But if you're not used to that, right. Um, you need a helping hand up, right. and that's what the rescue mission does. We have free education. San Diego uh, um, colleges have come in. They pick up our women and, and our guys. They give them free education, certification, culinary arts, uh, welding, uh, nursing, and um, they just uh, help them out. But what it does is it, it gives you a time to regroup. And then we give them the tools that they need to get back into society and back on the streets. Now, granted, uh, there are people that don't want that, and uh, we just love on them and uh, help them with other resources we have to get into, uh, you know, other housing opportunities or uh, other programs that they need. Um, Do you, you find know. people abusing it? No, I, I, I don't, uh, because usually they don't last. They, we're like, you know, they're, it's not the program for them. Right. You know, and being a spiritual uh, foundation, uh, it sometimes that's not for them either, right. you know. Right, what good. I learned is actually at San Diego Rescue Mission, they have a bar- barbarian that can actually cut your hair. Oh, the, <laughs> the barbers. barber shop in, in the building. And they also have the gym. Yeah. I was like, wow, uh, this is a heaven yeah. for like homeless people. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked cool. the question. And I don't mean to be, you know, weird about asking that. But you have to wonder, you know, if someone goes in there, hey, I can get all this stuff for free. I don't have to get back on work. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. They're, they, they're not allowed to lay around. Yeah. They have uh, what we call. No layabouts. Uh, we have work therapy, so every yeah. aspect of the building, from maintenance to landscaping, uh, whatever your gift is, uh, we usually try to place you in that area. And then, like I said, I'm really proud of our culinary team. I teach them basic culinary arts. They're in there. They're chopping uh, mushrooms and learning how to dice an onion properly, um, and from and then from the high end catering. And so they have some tools uh, yeah. in their little toolbox when they leave. And then I have. You know, talk to a lot of chefs. Uh, the convention center is one of our biggest donors. Yeah, um, And um, they they feed a lot of our, our missions and our meals. And so I know all the chefs down there, and I, I refer them to them because they, they understand our population, and they want to help. Yeah. yeah. And it's a bigger mission, too. I need to tell you how I met Alan. Um, Chef Cuisine uh, is on the county's Office of Emergency Services. And so is Alan. And we are on a committee that looks at disaster preparedness in San Diego County. If there is a disaster here, a tsunami, a hurricane, an earthquake, how are people going to eat? Right. How are they going to be fed? Where is the food going to be fixed? How is it going to be distributed? And we're on a committee that meets monthly to figure out a, a, a master plan for how to do that. And it's 
agencies like the rescue mission that have a kitchen and have people that have some skills that are part of that plan that are going to feed all of us if something terrible happens here. So that's how we met, and, and, and that's how I learned about uh, some of what they're doing there, and that's what makes me feel so good about doing that. Alan, you want to give folks your phone number, email something, sure. if they want to volunteer, donate, or come Absolutely, by? Absolutely, yeah. I just wanted to speak to that for a minute. Uh, it's a task force, actually. So, uh, But I, one of my greatest uh, accomplishments, I think, in life was I was able to go to Katrina when the oh, nice. uh, Katrina hit, and I slept in a sugarcane field and fed about 2,000 people a day that were displaced. And I, that's where I really got a taste. Before I even started the rescue mission, uh, I was on an emergency response team, and it was one of the best things I ever did in my life, man. And so that task force is very important. If there's an earthquake in, in L.A. and 100,000 people head to San Diego, how are we going to feed them? Right. And Thank so, you for doing that. That's, yeah, it's really, it's really a cool task force. And um, But it's all about networking. You know, it's all about rubbing elbows, shaking hands, and then you have some leftover food, and there's an outlet for it. And that's how we do it. So we're at 120 Elm Street, um, and uh, uh, you can Google us at the San Diego Rescue Mission. uh, Ask for Alan Kennedy, the food service director, or you can call me directly at 619-249-6444. We'd love to help you. If we can't, we'll find someone that can. Uh, we usually do a, the big stuff, uh, but we know other little agencies that have smaller vans and would love to have, uh, you know, a, a private restaurant food uh, where we're picking up thousands and thousands of pounds. But we can definitely help. Feeding America is definitely a good resource uh, for, for first contact. And um, let's get this job done. Nice. I agree. Great. But for now, I'm Don Williamson on the front burner. And I'm Elaine Artizoni, and I just want to say thank you so much, Alan and Cesar, for being okay, here. Elaine, I have to give you my Gaelic Scottish. Oh my gosh, we almost goodbye. lost that. Okay, All right. so it's a Brobrick Moonlight, Nick to Nick, and Yararic the New Lassies and Laddies. <laughs> <laughs>